Today we're talking about why pastors should plant trees. Coming up here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. Focus, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Mike Holmes here, and today we're talking about why pastors should plant trees. Now, we're talking a little figuratively here and talking about some long-term things you can do, like planting trees. But I've I've got a lesson here that's very, very important, and I wanted to film this outside, but we live in Wyoming. We live in the wind, and we know what's going on out there right now. There's no way I could record this. I did take a few pictures of some trees. I'd like to show those to you now. I got some with sort of some bigger, thicker trunks and big tall and some of that. I've got some that are, uh, you know, a little bit smaller than that, a little bit smaller and smaller and smaller and really kind of all the way down to the ones that are just in the pot, you know, getting ready to get planted. And all of this is there in all of this, there is an important lesson for those of us that are pastors, those of us that are working in the ministry to grind every week and every Sunday and every Sunday and every Sunday coming on that we need to take time to plant trees. And I'm going to share with you how we're going to do that. Anyway, welcome aboard if you're the first time here. This is the Better Sundays podcast where we talked about local churches, about how they can improve their Sundays, how they can improve that front door of the church, how they can reach more people through their Sunday services. Now, there are many ways to reach people, but one of the most common ways and one of the best ways you're going to find is people walking into your door and saying, what are you all about? And they're going to sit through a service. They're going to sit through a Sunday school. They're going to bring their kids to church. They're going to come for some type of hope or some type of rescue and maybe even some type of place to serve. But all of these are some very, very important things that we're going to talk about is how to make those Sundays better and better and better. We just need to focus on being the very best we can be. So anyway, if you're new here, I am Mike Holmes. I am the founding pastor at the Sinclair Baptist Church, and I've been here, planted the church uh, 13, 14 years ago, uh, doing very well. We've now turned it over to a younger guy. And I want to talk to you specifically today about doing long-term things and how you get the long-term things squeezed in. One of the problems that we have as a pastor is that we have a Sunday that comes every week. And if you've got midweek Bible studies or several of them or whatever, and you've got Saturday prayer meetings and you've got men's meetings and you've got this and that and that and that, you know that the, it is a constant, constant wave of things that is coming after you every day. And the battle for you to do long-term things is very difficult between the counseling sessions and the funerals and the marrying and the burying and all the different things that are, are going on there. So I want to share with you some things that I have learned on how to kind of work on things rather than always being embedded in things. And that starts with up here in your mind, making sure that in your mind, you are thinking on long-term things and not just short-term things. Uh, the illustration in this agricultural kind of world that we're looking at is we're talking about planting trees. Now, probably where you're at, you might have to cut grass on a regular basis. Where we live, uh, we cut grass about three times a year, once in June, once in July, once in August, and we're done. Uh, I know some of you cut grass year-round, but that is sort of the same picture. You're constantly cutting grass. You're constantly you know, working on these little things, but you you need to take time to plant some trees. Now, I want to give you a super duper tip 
tip on planting trees and how you will be remembered. And it's something that is just dynamic that has to do with planting trees and also has to do with ministry. Uh, that's going to be at the very end, but I want you to stay along with that. Let me give you some things that I wrote down that have to do with sort of planting trees and sort of this idea of working on things rather than always being you know, neck deep into things. And I know something about you. I know something about you as a leader. And if you're a leader and leaders watch this podcast, leaders share these things and, and, and kind of find great things to listen to like this, you know that you have to do long-term things. You know that you've got to plant the, the seeds in order to get the harvest. And so we're going to talk about this, and we're going to talk about how, how to do this. So what I wrote down in my notes here is this idea of, of the long term. It's the idea of, of not just work in it, but work on it and think on it. Don't just think in it and don't be consumed with that. And one of the lesson that I learned that worked very well for me and it had to do with our church and sort of the size of our church. We were a church plant. And so when you plant something, you expect it to grow. Okay. And, and we know that there's a health growth. And we also know that there's sort of the measurement type of growth. As a, if you got little kids, you know, you put them up against the wall. In fact, we found a bookcase the other day. We were moving something. And there was our kids' heights, you know, when they were five years old, six years old, seven years old. It was kind of neat. We'd forgot all about it. It was neat to kind of look into that. But with your church, there's some levels of growth. And one thing that will help you to kind of think on it, because you're going to be consumed with helping this person be healthy and helping that class to be healthy and helping your teacher to be healthy. But one of the things that will help you is to think of what the next level of your church would look like. Okay, now I'm not a numbers freak and I'm not talking about growing for the sake of growth, but I am talking about just some numerical things. So for example, I spent quite a bit of time uh, this week talking with the church, uh, doing some coaching with the church, and the, co the, the, the church was about 30 people. So the next level of growth for them would be approximately that 60 range, okay? If you're in the 60 range, the next level of growth for you is sort of breaking the 100 barrier. And there is a tough shot between 60 and 100 because you're moving from kind of the mom and pop style of church into a church that's a little bit more got programmatic and have some, some things. And when, of course, a church gets bigger for them, like 150, 100, 200, 300, 400, whatever happens to be, there has to be some programmatic things in there. And as a pastor, you have to have people well-trained and all that. So here is what I always did, is I always took time throughout, during the month sometime, to think about what would it look like for me to be at the next level of growth, the next place up. So if you're 30, it's 60. If you're running three in your nursery, what would it look like if you had six in your nursery? Now, some of these are very practical things, and they're very important long-term things to do because your church nursery, if it is, if you're going to grow, first of all, reach young families, you have to have a very healthy nursery. And we have a great podcast on that, and uh, you can look that up. I'll put a link to it here about how to have an excellent nursery. It's one of the most listened-to podcasts that we have. But how to have an excellent nursery, uh, I'll put the link there. Take a look at it. But if you are an excellent nursery, you're going to say you have three, okay, to go to six, there are some things that, and it's not like, oh, we want to grow to six and double so we can brag about it. No, it's not that kind of number thing. It's like, we need to have more 
another changing table, or we need to have more toys, or we need to have another rocking chair, or if we're going to, you know, have kids sleeping, we need a crib system, more than just one crib, we need two, or something along that line. We're going to need a second worker, oftentimes a third worker. We're going to have to have a better system for recruiting those workers and making sure that they're there. We're going to have to actually train workers. Nurseries, when they start out, nobody does any training because they're run by moms. Moms don't need any training on how to do stuff. They know how to work with kids, okay? They that's what they have done. They've spent all that time doing that. Get a bigger nursery, thinking next level, next level, training. That's what I'm saying is you need to take time to think every month about long-term stuff and the next level of growth numerically. So what would my Sunday school class look like? Well, hey, we're gonna need some more chairs. We're gonna need a we're gonna need a bigger room. We're gonna need a larger chalk table. We're gonna need a copy machine to copy these things. I can't keep doing this the way I'm doing this. And you start to think long term. This is a very very healthy practice. It is like planting trees. It is a healthy thing for our cities and our communities to plant trees. In fact, we have a, I think it's the Arbor Society or whatever, and we have Tree City USA, and there's all sorts of, of tree planting initiatives, and they've been around for years, way before the environmentalists started talking about trees. We all know that trees provide a lot of great things, and we all know that long-term planting is healthy. So number one is think about this numerically. The second one would be to think about this in a financial way, and what would it be like if I were growing and things were better funded. I could have an assistant. I could have a copy machine. I mean, that was a great goal. I remember when our church got a copy machine. It was like, yes. Okay. It was one of those super awesome things. And we need to make sure that we start to think of those things financially where we could be. We need a new whiteboard. We need to be able to buy this. We need to buy a van. We need to buy a better van. We need to buy tires for the van. And you need to start to kind of do some planning of what it would be like to have your church healthy in the financial level at the next level. So very simple task. You take your average offerings across a month or two and you kind of go, hey, how could we make this to be, you know, just go with the double number again, or 30%, 50% higher. How could we do this? Okay. Shake down those people or whatever. No, there might be need some teaching. There not, might, might need to be some, some uh, you know, focus on offering, some focus on long-term giving. I recommend a good uh, book to you called Money Matters, written by Steve Stroop and Aubrey Malfers, I think is how it's pronounced. And I'll put a link to that uh, here in the notes. It is an excellent book and it helps you understand a little bit about how people give to church because people, some people very mission-minded, some people very general fund-minded, some people very project-minded. There's a lot of different ways to think about that. And if you are going to grow in the long term, you need to read books like that book. You need to develop yourself in the financial area. The third area that I always focused on was to grow myself in the staff. What would it look like if I were fully staffed? Now, this is the idea of if we had a, a whole, and, and you kind of take that number again, okay, and you can't like, you know, if you're 30, you can't go, oh, I need a staff of a thousand, you know, or whatever. But if you're 30, what would it look like for 60? What would it look like for 100? There's going to be some assistants in there. There's going to be some office admin people in there. If you're starting to run, you know, 30 kids, 20, 30 kids or whatever in a Sunday school, whoa, we need another Sunday school teacher. We need another junior church teacher. We need another whatever. And these are 
long-term thoughts that are out there and you always have to plan for the long-term what it's going to look like when our church is at this level when our offerings are at this level when our staff is at this level because you don't want to be caught unsuspected to hear you know you want to be caught unawares you're going to start to grow and you need to start to have those things in place before you actually grow one of the secrets is is that you start early with this stuff so when it starts to come into place you're ready i've been working on planting trees around my property here for a long time and live out here in the mountains we have no trees there are other than planted trees where i live the nearest tree okay in the forest is 50 miles south of me before you get into pine trees um, there's a river that runs about 25 miles that direction and there are a few trees along the banks of the river but other than that there are no trees so i wanted to plant trees so when i first came here i thought i'm gonna have some here and over there and over there and over there and i started to build some little berms i started to haul in some good topsoil and just this week, I've had the opportunity to plant some trees in an area that I have dreamed about planting those trees there for probably 15 years. I knew I'd have trees there, and I finally got to that place. I'd put some bigger ones here and there and there. And those pictures I showed you, we got some bigger trunk ones. They've been in there. But I dreamed about those trees, and I figured out how to get them. And, of course, where you live here, you have to go somewhere to get them. Almost every tree that I have bought, I have hauled it like five hours from a nursery somewhere in the back of my truck, you know, wrapped up so it didn't tear all the little baby leaves off and got it here. But it is worth thinking about the long-term stuff, okay? There are tremendous benefits. Now, the benefits in the ministry are, we know that. We're going to see folks saved. We're going to see a church grow. We're going to see mission support. We're going to see people, you know, going into ministry and loving and going into new churches and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be awesome. Regular trees, the, the planting is, is obviously, if you plant trees, you get shade, okay? I mean, that's a powerful thing. You plant trees, you get fruit, and there's one more thing that if you plant trees, you get some self-worth because you're doing a long-term thing. And here's my secret I want to give you for planting trees. And then I want to apply it to you as a pastor. The secret of planting trees, okay? If you want to be a tree planter, here is the secret. Every year, plant a tree. Every single year, plant a tree. Doesn't have to be a bunch of them. You don't have to plant a zillion and then forget it. No, but every year you plant a tree. You keep planting trees. If you come around my place, you'd see that we have stuck to that schedule pretty good. I got trees, you know, little bitty trees. I got trees that are this tall. I got trees that are really, really tall now. Okay, because every year I have strived to plant a tree. Now in the ministry, okay, that is a secret for an arborist, okay? Plant a tree. For the ministry, you need to do this more than once a year. And it needs to be once a month. Every single month, you need to do something long-term. Let me say that again, Pastor. Every single month, you need to plan something that is long-term. You need to get away for two, three hours, maybe. You need to block off an afternoon. And you need to be thinking about how I'm going to train people or how I'm going to work on, I'm going to read this book on finances. Or I'm going to be working on, you know, kind of how, to how I can get more people and do this or do that. Whatever your growth thing is, I don't know what happens to be. It might be deeper discipleship. might be better prayer time. And all of those things, too. You need to get away and pray. You need to get away with your family. You need to get away with your kids and, and do all that stuff but you need to make sure that you are working on it and not in it and that comes by thinking on it and not thinking in it and being consumed i know what your week has been like i know that you've been consumed with 
with phone calls and broken people and, and, you know, heartache and, you know, sermon to write another one. And now I got a, you know, a funeral message to write. I know, and I feel that pain. I know exactly what you're going through, but somewhere in there, you got to take a break and plant a tree. Somewhere between all your grass mowing and all the things you do in your little your little yard, you know, you got to take time to plant a tree. And so I wanted to share that with you, how pastors can plant trees. You need to be a long-term thinker. If this has been helpful for you, I've got a, a link to our, on my website. I do a lot of coaching. I spend a lot of time with pastors online talking about this thing and helping them work through some of their week-to-week problems so that they can do get to the month-to-month, the year-to-year type of stuff. And you can go to reachkeep.com slash, put the little slash there, and type in the word serious. Okay, reachkeep.com slash serious. That'll get you to our stuff. You can take a look. We do some coaching. They've got some openings here. Definitely love to spend some time with you. We'll set up a discovery call and talk about what your scenario is and help you not only harvest the stuff every week and not only mow the grass and pick the fruits and smell the flowers and all that, but I'm here to help you plant some trees. And so this is Mike at the Reach Keep podcast here, Better Sundays, and I'm so glad to have you here. Ask that you would uh, hit the, if this has been helpful, just look down there and hit the subscribe button. If you've never subscribed on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and we'll get more of this every week. And also hit the share button or give me a thumbs up or whatever. I appreciate that so much. So thank you so much. And remember every Sunday, solve a problem. That's what we do with our families. And every month, make sure that you are planting a tree, that you are working on it and not in it, that you're not buried up to your neck all the time, but you're doing some long-term stuff. It will be, you'll be helpful. You'll get the shade, you'll get the fruit, and you'll get the value in your heart that you know that you've done some long-term things for the Lord. So God bless. We'll catch you next week. Take care.